with Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Wow, feels nice to have another voice in here. No, here I am. Gang's back together again, and the roads are awful. Yeah. Gosh, it was not fun driving in this morning. And so unexpected. Like, maybe I just didn't really check the weather before I went to bed last night, but I did not expect my my car to be full of ice this morning. We were watching the Chiefs game last night, and that winter weather advisory popped up, and my wife was like, wait, we're under a winter weather advisory right now? There you go. There's a bunch of ice out on the roads. On my drive-in, which was about 345 to 415-ish, not good. Yeah, West County's not much better. And it looks like the uh, roads right now. You know what's funny to me? The news stations are always like, it's dangerous out here. We need to send a crew out onto the roads so that they can get video footage of the snow and ice on the roads. They're doing live coverage from a from a car. It's dangerous, Why is Casey. That weird? Yeah, but like it's dangerous. You ever seen Jim Cantori out there in a hurricane? Different. That's what they're signing up for. He's girl. making millions. They're making fifty a year. <laughs> <laughs> then that's their fifty. They choose how they get it out whatever they want. I just I feel like they need to stand up for hazard pay. That's all I gotta say. Uh, Chiefs headed to the Super Bowl. We will get more to that in sports. Also, Parmalee tickets up for grabs in the Big Three. We'll spin the wheel of games at eight. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you. If you are out driving right now, just be very safe. As we say, take it slow because there are a ton of crashes. There's a ton of traffic out there right now. So if you're headed to work, be careful. It's 92.3 WIL. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Reba is giving us a first look at her new place. Here's your one chance fancy. Don't let me down. Reba's place. It's Oklahoma. Come see us. <laughs> you don't like that? <laughs> oh, I just think it's hilarious because it, I don't know. Like, I, I I just envision her and I speaking for the first time, and that's how she she comes at me. Hey, Remy, it's Reba's place. It's well, Oklahoma. No, no, she sings at me first. <laughs> she said she sings fancy right in front of me. <laughs> anyway, Reba hopped on social media on Saturday to show off her new bar in Oklahoma in celebration of its grand opening. So you know how the bars have their, like, I'm sorry, the artists have their bars in downtown Nashville. Oh, uh, yes, the cookie cutter bars, yes. Everyone, the <laughs> Dirks Bentley, the Jasons, and Luke's, Luke and Kid Rock. Florida Georgia Line. It's everywhere. Yeah. Well, I like that Reba's doing it a little bit differently. She's doing it in Oklahoma. She's from Oklahoma, so it's I feel like it means a little bit more. Um, and she showed up for the grand opening. First things first, hopped on stage, started serenading the fans. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, that's what they're there for. They're, it's a cool little new spot in town, but that's what they're there for. Yeah. Reba's in town, yeah. you know? And then the staff said... When it came to preparing the bar itself, Reba deserves all the credit. They said she picked out every dish. She picked out every color. She picked out the draperies, the color schemes, the color palettes, all the food, everything. She's so engaged. And that probably makes it way more exciting to, like, work there. Oh, my gosh, yeah. If Reba could randomly show up at any given time. I know Blake Shelton does that at his bar a lot. Uh He'll just, like, randomly show up, like a new talent or something. Oh, yeah. But I would imagine... In a sleepy little town in Oklahoma, this is probably the highlight. Yeah, I don't know anything about Atoka or how big or small it actually is, but you know the whole the whole town was hype over this, and they're all trying to make reservations there and get in. There he goes. He's looking it up. I'm trying to... Uh, population 3,188. Yeah, so I'm telling you, Reba was like, 
and going in there. Everybody from Friday to whatever day of the week is coming here to eat. I and drink. Really appreciate that. <laughs> if you want to see it, or maybe I don't know, you've ever thought about taking a trip to Watoka, Oklahoma. Check out the video on our Facebook page. Find us at 923 WIL. Remy and Casey. Starting tomorrow, we have your chance to win $200 every day until Valentine's Day. $200! So we'll buy you a gallon of milk. What? That's about how much a gallon of milk oh costs my, these so days. You're so old. Yeah. Anyway, tell them how they can do it. <laughs> it's $200. Uh, so tomorrow at 7.10, we will be telling you a song to listen for between 2 and 6 in the afternoon. So we've got the hot song of the day. That's what we'll call it. We'll tell you what to listen for. Marty, our afternoon guy, Marty Brooks, mm-hmm. will then play it at some point between two and six during his show. And then you'd be caller number nine and then you could win that when you hear it. So if you listen to us when you're driving to work and then again when you're driving home, this could be a perfect case scenario for you. If not, if you're like, I'm not in the car at those times, this is your number one excuse to get the 92.3 WIL mobile app so you can listen live from anywhere and you're not going to miss it when that song plays. And you can be the first one to call in and win that money. Thanks to Black River Entertainment. If you want to beat the winter blues with a hot song and some hot money, <laughs> uh, your chance to do that will be starting tomorrow at 710. So be paying attention for that when you hear that song. And then you just call in the afternoon and you'll be able to, to do that. Like Casey said, if you want to go ahead and uh, download the 92.3 WIL app, that will be key in this. So, listen tomorrow at 710 for your hot song of the day. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Super Bowl 57 is set. It'll be the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Kansas City Chiefs on February 12th at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. Oh yeah, Casey. Are you Him shouting at? I was going to say, are you shouting at yourself? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Eagles beat up on the 49ers 31 to 7, and the Chiefs squeaked by the Cincinnati Bengals 23 to 20 with a field goal with just seconds on the clock. Uh, Travis Kelsey, I think he stole the show <laughs> after the game with uh, his remarks. Hey, I got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. <laughs> You gotta fight for your right to party! Oh my gosh. I think it's just like when you're in the moment, you mess up things, right? Isn't it know your role and shut your hole? He's like, know your role and shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Oh, that's the last thing I was thinking about. I was thinking about that Cincinnati mayor or whoever it was at home watching the game. They literally just called me out on TV. Yeah, well, Travis Kelsey. You talk a big game, it happens a lot. It's Uh, true. I just don't know. Does it beat this? Does it beat that? I think it gets close. Man, I don't know. I feel I don't like know. you know it'd be one thing if like Brett Hull's eyes were moving in the same direction when exactly. he said that, but yeah. I was just gonna <laughs> say Travis close. Kelsey was sober. Uh, at least maybe he was high on adrenaline at that point, but uh, he is a regular Brett Hull up in there, so that's good. Fun fact: Travis will be taking on his brother Jason, who plays for the Eagles. That's the first time that brothers have ever played each other in the Super Bowl. You know, their mom is just crying. Oh yeah. I believe I saw a photo where she's got a half jersey 
where it's oh, like cute. half Kansas City Chiefs, half, half Eagles. Cute. Uh, the Chiefs open as slight favorites. They're two and two in previous Super Bowl appearances. The Eagles have been to the big game three times. They've only won once against the Patriots in Super Bowl 52. And Miranda Lambert betting on the Chiefs. Oh, She's yeah. rooting on her fellow Texan, Patrick Mahomes. So got that blues lost on the uh, to the avalanche on saturday casey was in colorado for this yeah how were the fans did they give you crap for wearing a blues jersey the fans were for sure mean um but there were a lot of blues fans there yeah and then we heard a lot about like yeah blues um the wild the red wings they get a lot of fans that travel to denver to watch the games yeah. so there were de- and we found friends there there were like 10 of our friends that ended up being there unplanned that's awesome so it worked out really nicely good that you guys made it home because i don't know if you saw any of the footage from the eagles uh tormenting the 49ers fans yeah they were not that mean Ooh. It was bad. Not good. Not good. Uh, if you find any of that on TikTok, watch it. It's it's scary. Pretty crazy. You can win and still be a giant jerk to the other team. That's Philadelphia for you. Uh, I can't wait to beat them in the Super Bowl. It's mm-hmm. going to be awesome. 16 days till pitchers and catchers report to Cardinals spring training. And the Blues will take on the Jets tonight in Winnipeg. Puck drop at seven. I don't know. Brett Hull, Travis Kelsey. I think Brett Hull still. the same, you know? I, I think he still holds the title there. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. Someone out there is trying really hard to vote Jay Leno off the island. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> so a few months ago, we were saying how lucky Jay Leno was to be alive after his accident while working on a car. He was underneath it. The car burst into flames. He suffered a lot of really intense burns, was in the hospital for a while. Yeah. Full recovery for the most part and um, was good to go. Joking on the way out. When he was riding his motorcycle earlier on in January and got into an accident that left him with a ton of broken bones. He says he was driving a motorcycle whenever he went to go cut through a parking lot and there were wires hung between two poles on either side of the road. He says they weren't marked very well and essentially just got clotheslined Threw him off the bike. Broken collarbone, broken ribs, broken kneecaps. Ah. Jay oh Leno. Oh, my gosh. I, just I actually, months later. I know. It's funny. This popped up on our uh, on our Alexa in the kitchen. I was like, wait a second. Wait. He's injured again? He got in a crash? What is going on with this man? He needs to head to the islands for at least a year. Ugh. Did you see his tweet? No. <sighs> what did it say? He tweeted, this is bad. He said, I was riding my motorcycle up in Lake Tahoe and came around the corner and bam, crashed into Jeremy Renner's snowplow. Uh. Uh, People said, not funny. Renner broke 30 bones in the process of saving his nephew's life. Respect to the guy, pure guts. But also kind of respect to Jay Leno for still being himself, I guess. I don't know. Right. I don't know how he's doing it. If I was him, I'd be like, you know what? Just take my phone away. Take my yeah. cars away. Take everything. I'm sitting in this bed for the next six months. Yeah. Terrible. You know how they always say, if you fall off the horse, get back on again. Right. I'm thinking in this case, Jay should just stay away from everything that has an engine. Keep those in the garage, you know? Seriously, just stay away. The time has come and the time is gone. It's and time to doom scroll on TikTok for like... The universe <laughs> might just be needing to slow him down a little bit. Maybe it's like this guy was revving up a little too hard for us. Yeah, slow down, Jay. 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. Make note of this time because tomorrow at this time, we're going to give you your hot song of the day. And we'll tell you what that 
that is. And then you'll be listening to Marty Brooks from 2 to 6 p.m. in the afternoon. And then when he plays it, your chance to win $200. I mean, sounds like the easiest $200 I've ever heard of. So we'll be doing that from tomorrow until... Uh, Valentine's Day. So you've got a couple weeks there to win a couple hundred bucks every day, which is awesome because, I mean, with grocery prices and everything going on right now, I mean, $200 could go uh, a decent way. Uh, So be listening tomorrow. This time, we've got details on the website at 923WIL.com, but this time tomorrow, be listening for that song. We'll tell you, and then you could win. Uh, Your unprofessional news is next. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. Casey, what's your favorite meal that doesn't cost a lot to make? Probably a party pizza. Party pizza Totino's. Totino's. Yes. It's like $1.99 at Schnucks. It's so good. Back in my day, they were a dollar. I do remember when they were like 95 cents at the store. Well, get over it. (laughs) Uh, Any other cheap meals that you like? I like everything cheap. I'm not cooking. I like. I am the one that's eating cereal for dinner. I am the one eating toaster strudels for yes. lunch. Okay. Uh, there's a Reddit thread that's making the rounds right now of your favorite, quote, poverty meals. Not sure I like that name, but it's basically cheap meals that you remember from when you were a kid or when mm, you were a yeah. poor college student, you know, those kinds of things. Top one on the list, obviously, is ramen noodles. Oh, Yeah. Course. Lauren had some of those last night. So good. <laughs> we got in a little bit late. We went to go see my my family in central Illinois over the weekend. And the kids ate normally. And then we just kind of like scavenged. We had ramen noodles in the pantry. It's quick. It's easy. And you can really dress up some ramen noodles. Like you can throw in some poached eggs in yeah. there or whatever. You can make it look real nice. There's a sauce that I found on TikTok that I make every once in a while. It's like butter, brown sugar, red pepper flake, soy sauce. And you, you make a little sauce out of it, and you toss your ramen in there after. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so delicious. It goes, goes way too fast. Craft uh, box mac and cheese. Yeah, that, I, that's a regular for me. Maybe with hot dogs mixed in? No. No hot dogs. No hot dogs for Casey. Grilled cheese and tomato soup is on the list. Yep. There's some weird stuff in here. I don't know if this is regional or not. Pasta with white cottage cheese and caramelized onion topped with butter and salt. That sounds actually good. Doesn't sound bad. Condiment sandwiches. Yes. <laughs> this is when you know you're really Butter on the struggle bread, bus. Girl, yeah. that ketchup sandwich, you got to get it done. Mayo on toast. <laughs> I get it. Cereal or oatmeal, cheese quesadillas, hamburger helper. Been a minute since I've had some of that, but oh, it's so good. Yeah. Get this with some cheesy bread. Mm. Totino's pizza rolls on the list. Lasagna, SpaghettiOs. Uh, my family always used to make this thing called chip beef on toast. Have you ever had that? Chip beef on toast. Chip beef on toast. No. It's like, uh, I think my mom actually got lunch meat beef. And then you make a gravy and you make toast and you just basically put everything on a piece of toast. I don't know. It was. It, I don't know. It slapped as a kid. It was really good. And then someone put glop. Ew. Cream of mushroom soup, sliced green onion, cooked rice. Lowry's garlic salt, sometimes shredded chicken. This person said their mom called it glop because of how it plops on the plate in a spoon-shaped lump. So Uh. I feel like we've all ate we've all eaten that, but I don't like what she named it. (laughs) Like, girl, you could have done way better. I love glop. That sounds nasty. Mom, we have a glop tonight. Let's go. Uh, Let us know what your favorite cheap meal is. 92.3 WIL Facebook page. We're all trying to save a little money right now. And honestly, some of those cheap meals taste real good. Remy and Casey. 
need to warn you, Casey. I'm gonna I'm gonna be an old get off my lawn guy for a You've second. You've been doing it a lot lately. Yeah, I know, and I apologize, but I don't care about this one. I cannot stand when people talk during what is supposed to be a quiet moment, whether that be movies, kids programs, especially concerts. But I want to clarify. If we're at an amphitheater show, if we're at Jingle Fest, wherever, that's fine. Talk all you want, sing, whatever. It's a loud place. My wife got me concert tickets to see Ben Rector and Cody Fry in Washington, D.C. last week for Christmas. Mm -hmm. That's where I was the second half of the week. They were playing some songs with the National Symphony Orchestra. It was amazing. And before you go, Remy, how dare you go out of genre to a show they played Shania Twain. I don't think anyone was going to ask that. I don't think anyone knows who anybody you just mentioned is. That is not true. There's actually, it was sold out two nights in a row. So there was at least 4,000 people that knew. In D.C. <laughs> in D.C. Uh, I'm pumped. They come out and the lady behind us won't stop talking and singing poorly. Like, it's one thing, like I said, if we're at like a big amphitheater show, but this is like a concert. This is the Kennedy Center. This is a concert hall. So it was like classy and you were dressed up. Kind of. We're sitting down the entire show and this lady is just mm. belting out every single song she knows very badly. Oh. And about halfway through, they pull up a guest who's playing the saxophone. Uh, ben found him on TikTok. And she's like, oh my gosh, they brought him. They brought him. He's like a sexy version of Harry Potter proceeds to talk about how much she loves this guy while he is playing the songs. How do you listen? How are you listening? You're not even listening to the song at that point. You're talking about him. It was at this point when the woman next to me, who was also furious, turned around and goes, um, we appreciate your singing. You have a beautiful voice, but we paid to see them sing tonight. And mm. she just like curled back in her chair and just went into her phone for the rest of the night. We're talking so much so the standing ovation of the show, she sat in her chair. Yeah, you hurt her feelings. (laughs) I didn't hurt anybody's feelings. Well, someone did. I don't, I'm glad she said something. At the end of the show, I go, I walk over to her and I go, thank you for saying something. The woman behind us, same thing. Thank you for saying something. Everybody around us was like, thank you so much. So that's my that's my little rant. So I think when it comes to concerts, especially we noticed the, the gingerbread man, my fiance, made the worst decision possible. When Kenny Chesney was at Bush Stadium, we were in the pit. The gingerbread man wore his cowboy hat. <laughs> Yeah, pretty bad. I mean, guy's not super tall, but it's still not a bad, not a good idea to do that because you know you're gonna block people. Also, I want you to know that I am that chick. I am screaming the words. I am grooving and dancing and moving. I am splashing my beer around a little bit for sure. <laughs> So, that's, that's fine. I'm just talking not at the Kennedy Center. I think it might be a good thing sometimes to say to the person beside you, like, hey, I'm glad to see you're having so much fun. Maybe three notches down, you know? <laughs> yeah, take it down just a little bit. Because I think I would rather someone say that to me than, than everyone around me hate me the whole time. Yeah. Which th- I'm sure has happened. This is blowing up on Facebook right now. We've actually got a ton of comments of people who have major concert pet peeves. Christina says, people in my bubble. I don't want people in my bubble. I was at a show and we had a seat, a seat between another person and I, and they would move and I would move again and then they would move closer to me and I would move away. There's a lot of digs on tall people, too. I'm sorry about yeah, that. I can't, you can't I, help that. I can't control that. But uh, the gingerbread man can 
not wear a cowboy he can, hat. Right. He learned his <laughs> lesson. Trust me. <laughs> Let us know what your biggest concert pet peeve is on the Facebook page. All you got to do is search at 92.3 WIL. Casey, what's your biggest pet peeve at concerts? We were just talking about how there was a woman at a concert I was at last week who was just singing poorly behind us. Just not good. And talking the entire time. And I'm not alone. Delana Metcalf says that. I don't want to pay the price of tickets that they are these days to hear my favorite singer only to have them drown out by Tammy from Troy who thinks her rendition is better than the artist. Ooh, girl. Oh my gosh. She's I mean, hot on a Monday. There were so many there were so many moments throughout the show where uh one of the artists would be like, if you know the words, sing. Totally cool with that. Like he, they have no invited you to sing, but this lady was just not good. She just wasn't good. Yeah. Sandy said drunk people constantly standing up in front of you and taking tons of selfies blocking your view. My other pet peeve is when people are trying to document the entire show on their phone. Yeah, when you see the person in front of you's camera roll and that video's been rolling for five <laughs> minutes straight. Like, when are you ever going to go back and watch that? Seriously. No. What are you going to watch it? Like, you're missing, you're you're not living in the moment. At that I understand. Throw the phone up, take a, a take one video, yeah. take 10 pictures max, and put <laughs> that bad boy away. What is your biggest concert pet peeves? Let us know on the Facebook page. Search 92.3 W-I-L. Remy and Casey. All right, time to play the big three. Three questions separate you from prizes. Andy in St. Louis is our contestant today. Casey in the hot seat. You ready to spin the wheel of games? Let's do it. All right, let's go. Oh, there it is. Today's game is called C is for Cookie. Inspired by the abundance of Girl Scout cookies in my house and I'm sure everyone else's. Wow, Girl Scout cookies? I devoured an entire box of Thin Mints in a weekend. Yeah, so. that, can, that can be pretty easy. <laughs> One sitting. Uh, okay. We're going to go through these questions. I'm not going to give you your answer. At the end, Andy's going to tell us how much he, how many questions he thinks you got right. And if he, cor- if he correctly guesses that, he'll give those Parmalee tickets. All right, Are let's you try ready? it. All right, here we go. Question number one. Casey, in 1951... Girl Scout cookies came in three different varieties. Sandwich, shortbread, and what? Like those are two other flavors? Those are two other flavors at the time, yes. Okay, well, I don't really know. I guess I have to say Thin Mints because it's such a classic. Okay. Final answer? Yeah. Question number two. The Girl Scouts were founded on March 12th, 1912, in Savannah, Georgia. Juliet Gordon-Law, also known widely by her nickname, Daisy, started Girl Scouts in 1912 in her hometown of Savannah, Georgia. Casey, what is the capital of Georgia? You led me down that whole path (laughs) just to ask me the capital of Georgia? Uh, Yeah. I don't expect you to know anything about the founder of the Girl Scouts, but I do expect you to know what the capital of Georgia is. Uh, (laughs) Why can't I think of any places in Georgia now? The only places I know are Savannah and Atlanta. and um, It's probably something really dumb. Need a guess. Gosh, I don't know any cities there. Fine, okay. Atlanta. Okay. Question number three. In 2017, Jimmy Fallon helped Girl Scout Katie Francis over the 100,000 boxes sold threshold for a grand total of 101 1,106 boxes of cookies sold in one season. Jimmy ultimately bought a box of Samoas. Casey, what is the most popular Girl Scout cookie flavor? 
Oh my gosh. Why are you trying to throw me off with these long stories for no reason? It's fun facts. The most popular Girl Scout cookie, Girl Scout cookie is, once again, a Thin Mint. Has to be, even though justice for a Samoa. All right. Andy in St. Louis. Andy, how many questions out of three do you think that Casey got right today? All three. Oh, Andy's got that faith, girl. You did it. And Andy did it as well. Andy, you're going to see Parmalee with us on Friday night at Ballpark Village. Congratulations. <laughs> Atlanta is the capital of Georgia? It is. Isn't that wild? It's they really so only wild. got one place, huh? <laughs> Savannah and Atlanta. I'm sure there's some other places too. Congratulations, Casey. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Carrie. Sorry, Jordan Davis, chill out. <laughs> Carrie Underwood is showing off her mom voice. So Carrie Underwood is one proud mama. Of course, we know that. But she found something in her phone from back in 2022, whenever her youngest son, Jacob, was in the middle of potty training. And of course, being a country star, she couldn't be there. She was off on tour somewhere, so she couldn't like see the progress happening at home. Yeah. So she also couldn't see the milestone of him going potty for him by himself for the first time. Jakey Boo, good job! Way to go! You went pee-pee in the potty! Yay! <laughs> good job, baby! I'm so proud of you! That makes mommy so happy! Good job! <laughs> Sent him a video, and that mom voice is doing what it do. I feel like, Casey, this probably sounds to you like, man, I'll never do that. It sounds like the way I speak to my dog when exactly. that happens, yeah. you know? But then, man... When you're in the moment, pee-pee in the potty just comes out of your mouth and you're like, I don't know where that came from, but it's happening. Mm -hmm. It's real life. (laughs) And I'm sure it was so funny for her to be like thumbing through whatever it was on her phone and then find a selfie style video from back in 2022 at some point. Clicks on it to see what it is. Mom voice comes out. Yeah. And... Carrie doesn't show off her family. Like, she doesn't show off her two little kids on social media. So, they keep everything pretty private. I really don't even know what her kids look like. So, I feel like this is one way where she can really let her mom's side shine without exploiting, like, her kids on her Instagram or whatever. Yeah. This is the one thing. I know that potty training is hard. And I know that there's a lot of the things that you go through as a parent where you're trying to teach your kids the next thing, whatever Mm -hmm. that may be. And I know it's hard, but it's got to be even harder to not be there when those things happen. Oh, yeah. You're out on tour, you're doing whatever, and yeah, you're making millions of dollars and all the things, but to miss out on a lot of those milestones just because that's your job... Probably feels huge. Gotta be super hard. Yeah, so I'm sure they do their best and have a lot of moments like that where they're sending videos and stuff, but I also really appreciate that she can take it and she can share it to show the world, to say, hey, I may be a a super mom (laughs) still out here on the road. Remy and Casey... It's not Facebook stalking. It's internet research. That's what we're doing here. Just to make sure we're good. Saw this stat, Casey, and I thought of you. Okay. Half of Americans say they will Facebook stalk or do some kind of research on a potential date. You have to. So did this happen with your fiance? Did you do any kind of research before you went on your first date or... Well, he was a friend of a friend. So I was really trusting like my girlfriend's words on that. Yes. But 
it's Donna where everything comes into question. Your mother. It's my mother. <laughs> because I learned ever since my very first high school boyfriend that that woman has got a background check. She knows his parents' background. She knows the address that he lives at. And she's already done a drive-by wow. before they've even met. That's crazy. This is all true. And growing up, I think that was a little frustrating for me. Now, looking back, I really appreciate it because I was not going to get abducted. (laughs) She knew where I was. So 18% of people confess that they do run a background check on their date. I don't see anything wrong with it. I mean, does it's kind she, of a waste of time if that if it doesn't go anywhere. But. Does she have access to that? I just don't even know where you where, like. Where do you even go to get a background check? I'm sure the internet can probably answer this question for me. But yeah, to be fair, I don't know, but I know that the type of job that she works in, she can get it pretty easily. Dude, your mom is like an undercover CIA or you something don't like that. Have any idea? <laughs> I'm she's pretty got- sure like she's gonna be. The, the, Things are going to come unraveled someday when she's like past and gone, yeah. and I'm going to be like, she was working with Russia. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want that you to know, be the case. Me either. But you know what I mean. She put a she, she, twenty years ago. She started a business. Quotes. Sixty-five <laughs> percent uh, of women think it's socially acceptable to stalk their date online. Thirty-eight percent admit to doing some research on an online date. And I feel like if you don't, then what? What are you? What are you doing? Like, at least Google them, Facebook them, whatever. You're putting way too much trust into the universe if you're just showing up without any background. You got to know, like, oh, they went to this school. We can talk about that. Or, oh, I don't, they hang out with these people. I don't know that I trust those people. You know, you just got to feel it out. Yeah, there's an amazing amount of information on the internet about you. Yeah. And we will find it. Helps if you're living in a small town, too, because somebody's going to know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You could either Google them or just go uh, ask Aunt Nancy down the street. Right. (laughs) Who knows everybody's business. But I want to know, do you Facebook stalk? Do you Google? Do you do any kind of research before you go on that first date with that person that you may not know? You may be maybe from a dating website. Right. Let you us g- know. You got to know. 314-954-9230. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Casey, you recently bought some things from Ikea, right? No. I mean, I always talk about it because I always want to, but I don't have... So when you are building things, hypothetically, are you good at it? Do you get get your fiance involved with that? Or is it just like a, we know we're going to fight, so we... There's no we about it. It's me. Yeah, It's like that with, I am like the furniture purchaser of the house because that's just my wheelhouse. And we both know if she's buying it, She's building it. Okay. And she'll come ask for help if it's super necessary. But otherwise, he's like, girl, we don't need that fire in our house today. All right. I I, I almost think that Ikea furniture is something that you need to just put together by yourself. It's a Zen-like experience. It's very calming. Everybody loves the not instruction instruction manual that they give you. Right, right, right. A financial advice website is seeking a couple willing to test the strength of their bond by assembling IKEA furniture together for $1,000. Is that enough? I think it's enough because I think it's worth it. But also, like, this is something I learned from my parents. It's it's just not something you do with your significant other because it's just going to lead to a tense day. Yeah. Have you ever been in a canoe with your fiance? No. And I'm no better than that. 
because I was in a canoe with a best friend. And guess what? We came home not friends anymore. So Going on a float trip in a canoe is already not awesome. And then when you got to be with someone that you love in the other side and they're not doing their job, whatever that job may be. It's not good. And I think that's the same with Ikea furniture. The couple would be asked to assemble furniture together and document their experience, I would assume, by video. Uh, Finance Buzz is looking for a couple willing to put their relationship to the test this Valentine's season by building an entire Ikea bedroom set together, documenting the experience. I would imagine you would get that bedroom set too. So maybe you get to pick it out. I would, yeah, I would think so. You got to be on your best behavior. You got to go in that day with a lot of honeys and deers. Just you your significant other, a wordless instruction manual, and a hex key. Maybe a joint, too. (laughs) Just to get through it. (laughs) The winning couple will be awarded $1,000 for completing the task. And I would imagine, like I said, you get the furniture as well. So I would do it. I would sign up. Man, I don't know what it is about drawers, but whenever there's like a chest of drawers oh, or something like that, people freak out. I hate drawers because you get in there and you put the sliders in the wrong way. You know, and they're then you're mixed, sitting there clunking yeah, around. Mix matched and all the things. And there's, it, look, if I know that this dresser is supposed to be four feet tall, two feet wide, you know, all the dimensions, and it comes in a box that is you know, the size of like a beer case, I'm out. He wants nothing to do with it. I am out. I will pay somebody to come over and build it for me at that point. (laughs) Maybe I'll get there someday. The flat pack is like the scariest thing I have ever seen. I've spent spent too many hours of my life building Ikea furniture. So if you feel like you're up to the task, I've posted the details. Now, Morning, your marriage could be on the line here for a thousand dollars. That's really all it is. I think I would do it. I think I would risk it. All right, brace yourselves. We have a concert announcement. Braced. (laughs) Uh, We uh, we were just talking about this off the air. How there are so many shows already scheduled for 2023 here in St. Louis. Not only do we have all of our Hot Country Night shows to start off the year, but then we've got a whole slew of amphitheater shows. It makes me think, were we this busy before the pandemic? No. Because I feel, <laughs> I feel like it's even crazier now. I feel, yeah, everybody's still trying to to recoup that, that 2020-2021 uh, tour money. So, anyways, we have a big announcement right now. Luke Bryan will be playing the amphitheater this year. Very excited about that. August 26th with Tyler Braden, John Langston, Connor Smith, and DJ Rock. Hello. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Hollywood Casino Amphitheater again. It's like Luke Bryan's annual visit. He never misses St. Louis. He doesn't. And I think it's because um, Hollywood Casino is right there. And the high rollers room is just around the corner. You're probably right. (laughs) He's probably got a room with his name on it every summer. So we've got the pre-sale that starts on Thursday of this week at 10 10 a.m. with the password chorus. On sale is this Friday at 10 a.m. And we've got all the details at 923WIL.com. 923WIL, new country for the STL. It's Remy and Casey on the way out. Hopefully the roads aren't as bad on our way home as they were this morning. Uh, I feel like it's probably fine. Yeah. Yeah, you know, looking out on Olive, you can kind of see like a slushy road out there. People still kind of taking their time on Olive, at least outside of the studio. I don't know how the rest of the roads are looking right now, but our parking lot looks fantastic. Oh, my gosh. They had guys with plows out there before <laughs> I even got to work at five o'clock this morning. It like, seriously looks like they took Windex and just like it's 
totally clear of any Glass. snow. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's awesome. Uh, we also talked this morning about how there was a woman singing behind us at a concert that I went to last week, and she was talking to the whole thing. So we went through this whole, what are your biggest concert pet peeves? Carrie says, people getting so incredibly drunk and doing stupid things and keeping people who are actually there to uh, hear the music from enjoying the Wait, show. Carrie just at me next time. Nikki said, people spilling beer on you. Oh my gosh, they're really coming after me. That's you, Casey. <laughs> I told you, <laughs> if I'm at a concert, I'm having a killer time. I will say, I've attended many con- concerts with you, and I think you're tame. And it's fine. Yeah, you're yeah. fine. You're fine. Everybody gets along. It's all good. If you've got a concert pet peeve, let us know on the 92.3 WIL Facebook page. If you missed anything from the show today, you can always go check out the podcast. Uh, find the Remy and Casey Show podcast on uh, wherever you find podcasts. And we will see you tomorrow. Parmalee going to be on the show tomorrow. So we're yes. excited about that. Uh, we will see you tomorrow morning. Goodbye. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Instagram at 92.3 WIL.